Hey, fast forwarder, thank you for tuning in to my weekly episode. So remember to stay tuned every week where I find you advice and tips from entrepreneurs all around the world to fast forward on your entrepreneur journey. So stay tuned. So for now, let's go. Hey, welcome to Fast Forward Your Entrepreneur Journey with me, Abby Yong. Every week, we share with you how you are able to reach your next level, impact your life and for others, and break out of your comfort zone, and scale your business to fast forward in your entrepreneur journey. Stay tuned. Hey, Fast Forwarder, so uh, thank you for tuning in again, weekly episode. Uh, today we have this very special guest all the way from uh, near London, I think in UK. Maybe let her to share with you more. So she's a speaker, author and mentor. She helps people create change and fulfill their brilliance. Hello, Lisa. Hi, how are you doing, Abby? Yeah, doing fine. <laughs> Hope your day been awesome. awesome. Yeah. Okay, so maybe let's maybe just share about how did you get started on your journey or maybe share more about yourself. Okay, so my name's Lisa King. I'm a speaker, author, and mentor. And I've really been on the journey in this part of my entrepreneurial um, journey, probably for the last two or three years. After my partner's death, I had a breakdown. And what happened then is I went through my own mental health journey. And on that journey, I then started to understand that I'd been wearing some masks for many years, coping with things that had happened in life. And what I then discovered is by stepping through everything that had happened and unmasking each thing that I did, I then realized the difference and the peace that I then found. So what I do now is I help people to do the same. So I help people to create the change that they want and to help them unmask who they are so they can fulfill their brilliance. So... Yeah, but be true to themselves. Oh, this so it's like based on your experience, you are able to help them to also do the same thing for their, themselves, like to amass their uh, amass their feelings or their personality, and to be who they actually are. Like yeah, like, correct yeah okay yeah. So, um. So you only started this journey two, uh, three years ago, and how has it how has it been for you? Like how was it? It's been amazing. It's been amazing. So I actually had um, so my partner died. Um, she died ten years ago, and I had a breakdown. I've, I'm married now. Everything's fantastic, um, but I had I had a breakdown. So what I did, I've um, sort of took some time for me to be able to go on this journey, spent a lot of money on coaches and mentors to help me. And what I then did is over the last few years is that I realized the difference I can make by actually being vulnerable and being able to help people. So when I talk about masking, for example, I used to wear like a clown mask. So I would always be the joker, always be somebody who would be trying to make everybody laugh. And that was to hide things that happened when I was younger. So there was a lot of things through my childhood that happened. And I would just keep wearing masks because it was a secret. People, I, you know, it wasn't told to anybody. So I was sort of hiding behind them. And then through my journey over the last few years, what I then realized is I thought, right, I need to speak. I need to share my story. And I had to be able to do that because it's very hard to share your story 
when it's you're so emotionally still attached to it. So I had to then get the coaching to do that, which I did, and then started to speak. I've also um, an international best-selling author now, which is really cool. Oh, and I share my story in there. Yeah, thank you. And I've done a TEDx, that, which I'm really proud of, I love, I, which is um, really around the fundamental things that I help people do. Oh, wow. Then it's, uh, okay, <laughs> it's been then. a busy few years, Abby. It's been a busy few years, yeah. So you've been like, learning so much and also excelling in your learning and your growth and your own inner work. It's like, it's been a, like, a big journey for you. And, uh, and there's so much accomplishment that you have accomplished and also you, you use experiences to help more people who need mm-hmm. it. So that's really like, uh, what entrepreneur is doing, like solving problems, finding problems and solve them, like giving them yeah. solutions. Yeah. So, okay. So maybe can I ask you, like, where do you see yourself in five years' time? In five years, I would like to... So my brand is Clarity, Focus and Growth. So in five years, I would like that to be running international events, having online, uh, lots of online courses, and really being able, I really want to help teenagers because that's when I had a lot of my troubles. So I really want to be able to either go into schools, to be able to set up programs, to, to really help young people understand that, you know, their, their past or things that they're going through don't, doesn't define who they are. Because that's, I, so much happened to me when I was younger with domestic violence at home, and then I was assaulted when I was 12. Lots of things happened. And, and I think in five years' time, if I can turn back and say, I've helped people or teenagers not wait 30 years like I did to, to be able to help themselves, I'll be really proud of that. Yeah, I can't wait to see your journey uh, from now till five years later. And, Thank you. Uh, I'm so happy that I'm able to know you and find you on this uh, podcast show, which can help a lot of people who is also going through this yeah. uh, journey and they can maybe look for you for help. To yeah, help them. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, okay. Yeah, I think I know why, how do you find your purpose is like what you say, like uh, your partner passed away and you have this uh, mental uh, breakdown. So from there, you start to discover more things about yourself and what is your passion and what is your purpose in life. So, uh, and now you are living in your purpose and your passion to help more people. And now you are planning to even help teenager, which is very good because now teenager is like handling a lot of stress, but usually they have no one to turn to. Usually yeah. uh, when they get bullied in school or, but they can't tell anyone or maybe their parents is too busy to even find out more about them and mm. they are mostly on the hands of social media yeah. so yeah there's a lot of like maybe bad influencers or they play different kind of game or there's like yeah. different kind of videos that uh, influence them deeply that they become a different person like yeah. change person all together so mm. I can't wait to see uh, your journey moving forward and also maybe you want to share some tips like how to unmask how to amass ourselves. Like how yeah, yeah, of course. So, for example, if I use the, the masks that I talked about in my TEDx, the, the first one was the jester, like the clown. 
So what I would do is I would always feel that I had to always joke because I either wanted people's attention, but I didn't feel that I was enough behind the mask. So I always felt I had to be something else. So I wasn't being true to myself. I am actually quite a funny person, <laughs> but I don't know. I, when I now joke, I joke because I'm, I want to, you know, I'm, because you're doing happy. It, I'm happy, I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm not doing it because I feel I have to. So for me to unmask, I had to look at, and I believe if we look at the situations that sort of started the mask. So for example, for me, it was at home. I didn't feel that I was good enough. I didn't feel worthy because there was a lot of violence at home and there was a lot of abandonment at home. So I didn't feel like I was loved, even though my mum was unbelievable. Like the love my mum gave us was amazing. Um, it was the, my dad that just was never around or he was very violent, lots of different things. So what I needed to do was to go back to that situation and remember that I'm, I was living a five-year-old's beliefs. Mm. So when you're five and you have all these things happening, you create beliefs and you create stories that I'm not good enough. It's because I'm not good enough that, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't love me or I'm not worthy and the thing is, when you're that age, you create these beliefs. And what happened is, because I didn't reframe them, my, um, the snowball, as it were, got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then all the different things that kept happening through my life, I got into addictions when I was 12, you know, drugs, lots of different things. And all these things happened. But because I still believed what I believed when I was five, they just got bigger and bigger and bigger. So what I did is I went back to where I could remember the start of those feelings and I reframed the whole thing. So, you know, I looked back and just said, look, you know, I understood that it wasn't me. I did have coaching, so it wasn't just that I went back and did it straight away. I had some um, EFT, so I had oh. some emotional freedom tapping which wow. really helped, yeah. Um, another thing that was really prevalent for me was that I was, um, even though I was a, a really good athlete, I had, um, I had a lot of chest problems. So chest infections, um, they put me down as asthma. Even though I was a top athlete, they put it down as asthma. What it actually was, was my body holding on to all the things I was unable to say. So it was my mind creating physical illness. Oh, so your mind is telling you something is not right here. So you need to yeah, yeah. find out more. Yeah, because I couldn't get it off my chest. Because there's certain things and certain um, beliefs that, that if we don't um, sort it out is the wrong phrase. But if we don't clear them, what happens is they create a lot of physical um, ailments, a lot of injuries i've had um i've got a broken back in two places and when i had that it's now i understand it's because of misalignment lots of things happening since i've started clearing things up i don't get half the problems i get with my back because from what i've been told things are starting to realign how oh. how how powerful is that it's the, I, place, you see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think our mind is very powerful. Yeah. If we use it the correct yeah. way. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And another one that I think a lot of people have is the people pleaser. You know, a, a lot of the time we, uh, my mum was a people pleaser. My dad was very controlling. So my mum would do everything to sort of appease him. So I learned those behaviors. We do it. It's our environment, you know, and that's what I learned. So I then felt I had to earn people's love. So I would um, always feel I had to do things for them instead of just being me. And that's another thing that I masked that, that I had probably the longest and that was the best when I actually cleared that by going back and saying no to people I didn't want to spend time with. And so it created more time for me to spend with the people that I really wanted to be with. And yeah, and I think that was one of the biggest things that I did with that mask. Oh. Without a doubt. I think I, I have like relate to your story also. So it's like, mm. Mm, when you say people pleaser, but sometimes uh, like you want everyone to be happy around you, right? Yeah. You thought that, okay, if everyone is happy and, and in harmony and it will yeah. be better, right? But people say, why are you like a people pleaser? Why you need to please her when she's angry? Mm. And you have no fault, but you still say sorry. So I can really relate like what you say that's yeah. now. So, but actually, yeah. our mind, because then you say, right, it's a childhood trauma or childhood uh, things that happened to us, but we didn't go back and reframe it like, okay, that's not you. Because that is like, when you are five years old, this thing happened to you, but you are really how old now? So you can go back there and tell, that's not you because what, 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 and what's the real thing of you now? What is the actual truth of yourself now? Mm. And just use that belief about uh, like now, the future now, and just use it. And I'm sure it's not a very easy journey because sometimes I also like, so-called like working on myself so I have friends who is a empowerment coach and so like I joined their program so and confidence is all linked to self-love it's all about you correct you cannot like yeah. find outside uh, valid what was that validation validation yeah, yeah. to yeah. define you you need to really like like yourself love yourself value yourself that you love it then where your confidence start to uh, come out within you. And I think the thing is as well, you're, you're absolutely right in what you're saying. I had so little self-love, like none growing up at all. Now I, I love who I am and I love the good and the bad because there's some, we're not all good. I'm a really kind, loving person, but there's some really irritating things about me as well. But I love both of them because... That makes me who I am, you know, and I wouldn't want to be perfect. Uh, who, nobody's perfect. And I love the fact that, that I get irritated by certain things. You know, my wife laughs at me. She'll be like, oh, oh, there it is. And I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> so it's about, um, I think the biggest thing, Abby, for me is I am so at peace now. I'm, I'm 49 in, in uh, three weeks. And so all this time that I've had these beliefs, the amount of peace that I have now, because I've now accepted and love who I am, it's, it's beautiful. And I, when you see people not being attached to what other people say and think, because I'm me, and if, if people don't like it, they can go. That's okay. So I don't need them. If, I want pe if I'm around people 
and I talk to people, it's because I want to, not because I need to. And that's a big difference now. Oh, this story, I mean, thank you for being this show, on this show. I'm sure this story of yours can really like make people understand that self-love, self-care, self-worth is very important. Uh, we don't have to be a people pleaser. If you want to say no, just say no. It's like, uh, I just learned about it like from Marissa Pale. Like she says, self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. Self-esteem is about liking yourself and valuing yourself. Yeah. So people do not know the true meaning of self-esteem. Like, yeah. uh, she gives an example like, uh, you and your friends go out for dinner and they all love pizza except you, but you don't like pizza. But you have yeah. no choice. Like you tell yourself, I have no choice because my friend loves pizza. What if I choose another food, another dish that I like? Then they will say, you are such a spoiler. Everybody eating pizza. Why are you choosing another food to eat? So it's like, even those this kind of simple thing, right? we should voice out because this is me. This is you. Like, just voice out, say, uh, no, I, I don't feel like eating pizza today. I want to order a salad or something. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, not to be afraid of people judging you just, yeah. just by being yourself. I'll give you a really good example, okay. exactly like what you're saying, because okay. that's a brilliant way of looking at it. Because I, I stopped drinking. So I, I had, um, for many years, um, I, don't, I wouldn't say I was an alcoholic. I would say I had an unhealthy relationship with alcohol at times. Um, but when you, when you start from a young age and then you carry on, what happens then is that you get to a point and you just think, right, okay, enough. And then when I go, say, for example, we go out with friends, when I first stopped drinking, so I've not touched alcohol now for nearly two and a half years. When that first happened, people would say, are you coming to the pub? I'd be like, yeah. Well, what are you going to drink? I'm like, tonic. <laughs> right, but you, you can't come in the pub and not have a drink. I said, does it change the fact what I've got in my glass? As it, and now they get they now they don't bat an eyelid now you know I, that is the way it is but it's more about them it's more about them being affected by you doing something different than about you and this wow. is what I've learned so much and it's very similar to what you're saying with the pizza for example oh it is a very good example like uh mm. they like you still want to, you still love them for who they are. So you still want to hang out with them. So when they uh, ask you to come join us at the pub, but but you're not drinking. They, so they, they be drinking, but you'll be drinking yeah. your own drinks. And they were like, mm. okay, this Lisa has changed. I'm not sure if she's still the mm. same Lisa. Then, I mean, some people will, will like distant away from you. But if your true friends... Uh, who is always there for you will stay there with you throughout your change. They will encourage you because it's a good, it's a good change. It's yeah. for our health and for our body. Mm. Yeah. So, so in this way, when we change, we are able to also see the people around us, whether they are true to us or it's just like um, not really true friends. So, yeah. yeah. I think... Yeah. There's a lot of lessons to learn when, when you make change because... After my partner died, I was, I was a party girl. I was out all the time, partying, going out, drinking. You know, it, it, I, was, I always had money. Let's go out. And I'm very generous. The people pleaser was there. So I was handing out, buying everyone drinks. It was ridiculous. Um, and so what happened then is that um, when I stopped doing that because I didn't, want, didn't need to people please, then you notice because pe people were like, you've changed. And I'm like, yeah, I have. 
I have, and it's amazing. Thank you. And and it's um, so what you then do is you start to realise the people that, especially when you don't drink, because you you're in complete control of what um, you're doing and saying, etc. And then you actually really realise who who your friends are for exactly what you just said, because you start to see who's there for you or who was there because you had the money and you were having a good time. Oh my God, I can relate so much. I mean, like, yeah, I have yeah. the money, I also like, hey, everybody, come on, let's, I treat you. So it's like, yeah. I think it's also like, like what you say, people pleaser. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, it's really like similar to what I'm facing last time. Okay, actually, I also relate to what you say just now. Like, uh, usually when my friend asks me out, I will say, okay, uh, or say like, hey, come on, let's, I treat you. I treat you for drinks or something. So it's like, people pleaser, because you want to be a part of them. That's mm-hmm. why you want to, like, be people pleasers, because you are afraid that if you, if you don't do that, nobody will like you. If you don't do that, nobody yeah. will want to call you up and uh, go out again. So... It's a connection. You want the connection. So, but the thing is, Abby, you're clearly a nice person. So what I did is I stopped. I still went out, but I didn't treat everybody because you don't need to treat people. That, I mean, if people are your friends, you know the saying, the right people will stay in your life and the right people will leave. Because yeah. what will happen is if people aren't meant to be in your life or they're not there for you, let them go because that will create more space for people that truly will, will want to be your friend for you. And it is a bit weird when it happens though. It, it can be quite upsetting. It's, it was a bit of a strange period of time for me, but now I don't have time to have them in my life <laughs> because so many amazing people have come in, you know, because you change your vibration, you change who you attract. So I think know, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense a lot. I think this lockdown period can really show like who's the one for you, there for you, and the one not there for you. So yeah. if your friends, if is there like message you, hey, how are you? Then you know like, oh, this person actually like think about me and care about me. But yeah. then if they didn't, so this lockdown really can help us to like reflect back what are the things that we want to change, what are the habits that we want to amend to be a better version of ourselves. So that yeah. it's not, it's not because of ourselves. It's because we have more to give. So we need to first take care of, uh, take care of ourselves first to prepare our container so that we are able to give out more love to the world, to help more yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the more you... Um, for me, when I was younger, vulnerability, I, I saw that as a, a weakness. But actually, it's my superpower now because... I, I didn't like the third mask I talk about on the TEDx is the Lone Ranger. So because I had real big trust issues as a kid, because I was being abandoned all the time. So I had like big barriers around me. So I wouldn't let anybody really in, especially in relationships. The minute somebody said, I love you, or it got really serious, I was gone. I was like, no, I'm off. <laughs> I just couldn't, because... I didn't want that. I didn't want that vulnerability. So, um, I mean, literally, I would go the next day. It, it, because oh I God. just, yeah, honestly, honestly, I was, yeah, I, I've, I was a bit, bit of a demon like that. But yeah, so, and now it's about being vulnerable and it's about asking for help because I never ever ask for help. 
And the moment I did, it really empowered the I was asking because I'd never asked for help. So for them to feel that they could actually help me was huge for them. Absolutely huge. And it was lovely because they were there. They were there and they, they, they did what, what I needed them to do. Now, I'm, if I need help, I ask. Don't bat an eyelid. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a bit hard. Sometimes, like, because people see me as I, I know everything, like, I have my own resources. Then, if I suddenly ask for help, then I think it's also me, like, it's my ego is there. Yeah. I say, if you ask for help, that means you are weak. Then they will not see you as who you are anymore. They maybe do not need you anymore. So, you usually keep to yourself, like, if you don't ask for help. Then you drown. You, you've been like, oh my god, I'm drowning, <laughs> drowning. But you know, like the story, there's a guy in the sea who who say actually he, he said he's drowning, but people thought he waving at them. You yeah, know, that yeah, kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. It's really like, then in the end, he died. So it's yeah. like, so don't be like that. Like, try. We are all humans, so we also need help. Yeah. Just ask for help. And the thing is, as well it's about empowering others because if you're somebody who always gets on with things to be able to turn around and say you know I need help with something it's really good for them as well as starting to let those barriers down a bit but it will take time if it's something that you've done for a long time it will take time but like with business I wouldn't trust anybody to deliver I've got a sports coaching business, so I, I wouldn't, you know, I'd be like, no, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. So the business didn't expand. The moment I let go of it, once I'd done the work on myself, I then train others to do it. So I don't need to be there half as much because I've trained people to, because I've let go of that attachment to having to be in control. And it's a really cool thing. Oh, Okay. I'm I'm slowly yeah 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 I slowly uh learning to learn this like not yeah. only you can do this other people also can and maybe yeah. you can use their talent or their knowledge to even do it even a better job than yours what you are capable of doing yeah so usually I'm very bad at designing like uh those kind of design like art you know so yeah, I just yeah. because my business I want it to expand so I like okay. I know you are very good at it. Just help me get it done and just tell me how much it costs and I'll just pay you. Then I have more time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's a great way because then you can focus more on what you're good at and let them do what, because most of the time it takes you longer to learn it, faff about with it and then go, well, I don't like that anyway. So you've wasted all that time when you could have just gone, right, okay, you do it. Because the amount of time you spent with your, say, what your hourly rate is, it's probably cost you more than it would have done to get it sort yeah, of down. It's, I think Russell Branson say it's not about the how, but it's the who. Who can yeah. help you? It's not how, yeah. and you spend the time learning it. So just give away and just do what you're good at and give other people do what they're good at. So it's like a win-win yeah. situation. We also help each another to grow. Like if they need help, they find me in business, like advice. Then uh, I need help, they help me. <laughs> so it's like yeah. a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to learn this also, like try to let go. Like what you say that's now, Lisa. Try to release and just let go and let other people do your, uh, for you. Ask for help. Mm. And... 
start to have more self-love about yourself, uh, release all the negative thoughts about in your mind, and unmask yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think once, once you can do that, and you've got self-love, and, you've, and you love who you are, you have peace. So there could be, it's about going inward. Don't look for the external love or the outer love. Go inward first. Find that. Then you don't need it from anywhere else because you have it. It doesn't, I don't need, anything could happen to me in any respect and I know I'll be okay because I have me. Yes. And that, that's, and that seems like, and it's really not a selfish thing. It's the thing of, um, I would go in, I would get, find my inner strength. And whatever the situation is, I'll be able to deal with it. And, and if people can say that, that's, that's pretty powerful. So, yeah. Yeah, it's thank you. Thing. Thank you so much for your time. So maybe just share with us, like, where can they find you in social media? So what I could do is um, I could give you my email address. I can give you details about the TEDx. Sure. Um, and whatever information you would need. Clarity, Focus and Growth is, is the brand now that I'm starting to now build. Oh, okay. So maybe so just that, share me the link when it's uh, ready. Then I will just post yeah. together with the podcast link. Yeah, I'm just doing all my rebranding now, which is really exciting. Wow. Um, so that's all being done now, literally, in the next couple of weeks, which is cool. So, yeah, there's lots of brand new things happening. And, uh, yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited for you to... Okay, let's keep in touch and I will pay, post all the links to find you, where to find you in the description uh, notes. Brilliant. So, thank you f- uh, for coming on to my podcast show and have a great day. You too. And thank you so much for asking. It's really cool. Thank you. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. Fast forwarder, so I see you next week for another episode to fast forward on your entrepreneur journey. So for now, remember to leave a review, subscribe to my channel, and also download all episodes to support me on my journey. And I also love to support you on your journey to your next level. So see you next week. Bye for now.